Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation. And furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Before I get into today's topic and today's show, I just want to say I hope all is well to all of my listeners. I do appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast and apply the wisdom to their life because I am healing as well and we are growing together. So I just want to let you guys know I appreciate appreciate you taking time out to listen to my podcast. We do know I am on season five and it's all about growth, change, and making positive choices and having positive experience after trauma. So today's topic would be making positive changes after trauma. We know it's real easy to go into a negative vibe, right? To think negative, to speak negative, to act negative after any traumatic event, right? Because we are filled with anger when we feel unjust or we feel like life is unfair or things happen that shouldn't happen or when we was expecting a different outcome, whatever the trauma was in your life, whether that was a place, whether that was people, whether that was finances, whether that was a sickness, trauma is anything that caught you off guard, right? That took you by surprise, that had you in an anxiety state, overthinking, worry, stress, right? Any event that happened in your life can cause trauma. Now, as I always state, some people's trauma are higher than others, right? It depends on what the event was. And after trauma, we do know we become more sensitive to certain events around certain people, certain things, familiar spirits, right? It's a lot of things we learn as we heal and after we endure trauma. So instead of focusing on all the negative, and I know it's time we have to focus on what has happened, what part we played in, different things that went wrong, right? What part that other people played in it, but we can't stay Stay stuck there because we won't move forward in a healthy way. It affects our health. It affects our thinking. It affects our relationships. Trauma can have you affected in every area of your life if you don't learn how to move forward, release 
the trauma and what has happened to you and just set up boundaries. So I will be speaking on making positive change after trauma. It is hard to change. Not everybody is going to want to change, right? Some people do become bitter and don't want to work on anything, right? Don't want to trust anybody. And trauma can have you in that mindset. But if you want to give yourself another try at life and stop thinking that life is unfair, right? Or things shouldn't happen. It may not should have happened, but you learn something in any event that you have, whether that's with people or places. So I'll be speaking on making positive change after trauma. I will speak on how anger is healthy at times. And sometimes anger is bad. We know the bad versions a lot, right? Because when you experience trauma, anger does come, but it is a healthy anger that's out there. So I'll be letting you guys know the definition of the healthy anger and the negative anger. I also will be speaking on David, the man of God. You guys know that I am a woman of God and I always give a biblical story of someone who have experienced traumatic events or just different things on each one of my shows. So we can know that we are not alone. The saints of old have experienced the same things that we have experienced, right? But some of them overcame and was blessed because they didn't let the pain, the trauma, the attack stop them, right? They let it grow them and it grew them closer to God and God blessed them for coming to him and seeking him. And God wants to do that in our life. So I will be speaking on David when he said it was good that I was afflicted. So today's show should be a great show. Stay tuned after this commercial break as I speak on making positive changes after enduring any type of trauma. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I spoke on I was going to give steps on how to make positive changes after trauma. We do know that our healing journey, right, it's not a race, it's a journey. You will still experience a lot of different things from setbacks to disappointments to sorrows to sadness, but you don't have to stay in that energy. You do want to let it pass. You want to reflect on what you want to reflect on. No one can tell you the time on when to let goal of certain things and and things that has happened or things that you have done in your life, right? But you have to move forward and add positive things in your life if you want to heal from what has happened to you, right? Because nothing changes a person like pain. Now, do you want your trauma to change you for the better or the bitter? If you allow the trauma to change you for the better, right, then you're able to find what uh, your purpose in the pain, right? Why did I have to go through this, right? When you start working on letting go of your grief and your trauma, you find new meaning to your life. I had to endure this certain thing so I can learn something, right? We all know that certain things in life is just lessons of blessings. Certain things are for seasons or for a reason. Certain people are for a a season or a lifetime. So once you start coming to that knowledge after going through and doing trauma and realizing what the situation was that caused you anxiety, stress, worry, fear, 
anger and you start working on, I can't stay stuck in here, right? I got to admit what has happened. I do have to go over what has happened, but this is changing me to either put up boundaries, right? Be more safe about myself and who I give myself to or who I'm hanging around or who I'm being around or what company I'm being around because the trauma has changed you. Now, when you do go and have trauma, right? We become a little bit more sensitive to certain things that people who haven't endured the same trauma as us have, right? So if somebody has went through something horrific, right, and you start seeing signs of or certain spirits in different people that led up to your trauma, you're going to be a little bit more sensitive and you may react in fear or anger, right, or the fight or flight thing, right? You either want to fight, which is anger, or you want to flight because of fear. So you want to feel safe after going through trauma, right? If you're working on yourself, right, you know you have to release certain people who did not make you feel safe safe, right? You know, you can't be in certain environments who did not uh, have you feeling safe or in certain communities, right? So when you start seeing those familiar spirits coming around and different people, now everybody is not the same. Certain people may still have certain things that cause trauma in them, but that don't mean that they having a traumatic response or they're going to bring you more trauma. You just have to be able to watch and look and be alert to people's characteristics. Do they have more good about them than bad? Do they be more genuine towards me? Can I feel the genuineness in them? Can I feel the concern, the care, the connecting with me? If you feel that and they got some flaws, because we all have flaws, right? But if they have more good about them than bad then you're learning right after going through trauma I don't want to go through this situation ever again and if this situation come up toward me again now I will be ready right now because you have meaning and what you went through now you have learned right now you have gained wisdom from either wrong behaviors or good behaviors and when you're trying to grow and have good things come in your life now you're starting to look for the more positive in people than the negative if they are displaying more negative than positive, then maybe that's someone you want to distance yourself with, right? You want to control your temper because like I said, sometimes after enduring trauma, we get more sensitive. So we ready to either snap or run away, but you have to be able to give people time, tolerate certain things. Like I said, watching characteristics, watching people actions, and that should let you know if you should connect with certain people, if you should be certain places for a while, or and even praying, right? Because God will let you know those of us who are spiritual and believe in the good Lord Jesus. So, like I said about the anger thing, right? Anger can be good anger and it's bad anger. Once you went through trauma and you realized and you sat back and found out what has happened to you, who has done it to you, what what you have experienced, or even if you cause a lot of trauma in other people's life, like I said, everything is a learning a le- lesson, right? Life lessons that we are learning in this school, right? On earth. So after going through that, right? 
Sometimes it causes you to be angry. Now, the good anger is it closes you off and make you focus on yourself, your goals, what you're trying to accomplish in life, right? It makes you say, let me release the wrong people, the wrong mindsets, the wrong environments, right? Because I see when I was with this group or in this area, all I did was get in trouble. It was not a good experience for me. So that got me so mad because I went in, right, with a pure heart or I had good intentions and all the bad things was happening to me or you went in and you was persuaded to do bad things in different environments and different crowds right after going through trauma or after going through a negative experience you like I know that I can't hang with these people because I don't want to keep experiencing that so that healthy anger can make you focus on your goals what you want to change about yourself how you want to be open to different people how you know that change has to happen right whether it's people that you really love, places you really love, things that you love to do. But if it's not bringing good results, you need to know that it has to change because I want to bring positive results in my life. Now, the bad anger is the negative anger, right? When you're planning your get back, when you're constantly going through, um, if somebody attacking you, you attacking them back, right? And it's not bringing nothing good in and it's keeping your anxiety high, it's raising your blood pressure, right? You don't know if you should be in fear or you should be in confidence because you're going back and forth and everything is crashing down, nothing but negativity coming, right? That's not a healthy anger. It's a negative anger that you want to release and not dwell on and think on. We all get angry. You, If you have to think negative for a second, don't stay there. I like to turn on funny movies because I like to laugh. It raises my spirit up. I like to speak affirmations. It, it raises my spirit up. It makes me believe in good things, right, that I'm doing okay. You have to be, be able to remind yourself that I'm safe, that I'm okay, that I can handle things better. Yes, I'm angry. Let me get a second. I know some people do breathing treatments, right? Counting to 10 or counting to five, breathing in and breathing out. I know I like to walk. If I know that I'm very angry and the things that I'm going to say that's not going to sit well in people's spirit and I don't want to mess up something that I could have easily fixed, I, I have to let people know I have to take a break, right? I got to walk around. Give me a couple of days to respond to you, right? So that's how you know that you're making positive changes, right? You're doing things differently than you would normally do. If you're not reacting negative, if you're not quick to go back and forth with the drama, if you are easily to release certain things because after trauma, you are easily to release what's not good for you because you don't want to feel that no more, right? So that's the difference between the healthy anger and the negative anger. Now, after this commercial break, I will be speaking on the man of God, David, who went through all these traumatic experiences that we go through on this earth, some more than other, right? From emotional to physical abuse to a lot of different setbacks and his conclusion of why he went through all of that trouble and what did he learn through going through all the different mishaps in his life. So stay tuned after this commercial break. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. 
Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show on making positive changes after enduring trauma. We do know the emotional healing journey is that right a journey. It can take long periods of times before we feel better, before we feel safe, before we feel like things are getting better in our our life because sometimes when you have endured trauma even though you are long away from the experience the people or the places because of the overflowing of memories right you still don't feel safe you still either in fear or in anger and so you want to work through those steps like I said making positive changes some people do meditation some people do exercising I know I like to get out and enjoy myself every once in a while I love a good laugh right we do know Kevin Hart is the one that said laugh at my pain he made jokes out of the things that was it's very serious, right? But after enduring it and after time has passed and after healing from it, right, he can laugh at it, right? So I love to laugh and make light of just certain things, but I know if I am in a healing journey, it's not funny to me, right? Certain things are not funny to me. So I find things that I can laugh at to get my mind off of what I have endured or what I am endured or what betrayals has happened in my life, right? Because like I tell you guys, we can't go through life without someone or something hurting us and it's just how we deal with it once we learn that we had to learn certain lessons from the good things and from the bad things once we learn right we can't continue to hang on to anger to bitterness to closing everybody off and it takes time before you start trusting people again because like I said once you endure trauma after that you're more sensitive right you're quick to either leave or you're quick to get angry at certain things certain places certain people right because they remind you of something that endures your trauma but not everybody is trying to bring more trauma in your life sometimes they just have flaws right and if they have more good about them you feel like they're genuine that they really show care and concern then you don't want to be quick to leave or get angry at them right You want to be able to check yourself and say, let me get a moment to think about why am I thinking like this? What is going on in my life? And like I said, don't get mad if you don't do that right now, right? Because we all fail in our emotional healing journey. Certain things does trigger us, right? Certain people does trigger us. And some people want to get a rise and a trigger out of you. But if you've been through that before, you would know the signs, the red flags of people that's trying to push your buttons or trying to get a negative reaction out of you and you don't have to respond to negativity as you emotionally healing sometimes you have to let people know right and hold them accountable but sometimes you can just ignore them right because some people want to argue they want to go back and forth if you ignore them they're talking to themselves if you're angry enough to say this is why I don't talk or deal with certain people now I can focus on me what do I want out of life what am I trying to bring in my relationships what am I trying to bring to my career right So that's just a recap of what I was speaking on, on how to make positive changes, how to do things differently as you emotionally heal, what to look for in people, places, or things. If you feel like you want to move forward with these people, places, or things, or if you need to release them, knowing the actions and emotions in you that you need to work through and how to work through it, right? To get your mind off of what all that has happened in your life that didn't bring positive results 
results. You can't stay stuck and you will not be able to move forward if you're always thinking on the negative, if you're always finding a problem with everything, if you are always not willing to ask for help or open yourself up to help, right? But like I said, after doing trauma, you will get in that mode for a while. But as you heal, you slowly but surely take small steps to come out and start adding more positive things in your life, being open to change, open to grow, being open to new people and not quick to trust everybody, right? But giving people time to look at their characteristics. How are they acting around you? What are they displaying in front of you? What are they conversations about, right? We'll let you know if you should keep these people in your life, places or things in your life. And if you can grow with these people, places or things, or if you have to release them as you continue to grow and emotionally heal, which brings me to the man of God, David, right? Now, for those of us who are Bible readers, right? David went through a ton of different things. He even made a ton of mistakes, right? We do know that he was betrayed by his family, right? They looked at him. They looked at him as Lord, that he wasn't about nothing, but he was the one that God chose and wanted to anoint because he, he was angry enough because of their rejection and everybody thinking that they was better than him because of their degrees and all the things that they was doing. He took, like I said, his anger made him focus on himself. He was out there throwing rocks, right? Not knowing that God was training him to take down a giant Goliath that was, was going to taunt him and everybody in his land, right? So instead of him getting angry and reacting negative, he let the anger get to him and been alone and was out there working on his gifts, his craft, his goals, and he became an expert in it, right? Nobody knew but God. So when God sent the prophet to go to David's house, right, he had seven other brothers. His father, all of them thought it was the seven other brothers, right? Because they had degrees. They was liked. Everybody knew them. You know, they was popular, but that's not who God chose. God said, don't you have another son? You know, God had the prophet say, don't you have another son? They all looked down on David, right? Because they rejected him. We don't know why they rejected him, right? But they just looked at him as little and less than that they can take over and, re and treat any type of way. But they said, yeah, we got one more brother. He's in the back, right? Uh, taking care of the sheep and the animals and throwing rocks. But they didn't know all the things he was doing. He was perfecting his craft, right? He killed a lion. He killed a tiger, a bear, all of these different wild animals that kept coming to attack him as he trained through his slingshot, right? So... When they went and got David, the prophet said, the oil has dripped out. This is the one that God chose, right? All of them were shocked. Like, how did God anoint him, right? He can't do nothing. Don't he ain't got no degrees. He ain't got this. He ain't got that. But it don't matter, right? You don't, it's not about that. It's about your heart. God seen that David took his anger and made it in a healthy way, right? A positive way and said, okay, well, what am I good at? If I'm going to be alone, if my family rejected me and they don't want to be around me, let me work on my gifts, my talents, right? So he was out there working on his gifts and talents. He still ended up having to go back and perfect his craft until the time came when he had to kill Goliath. When he got ready to kill Goliath, right? And he did kill Goliath because of his strength and his talent and his gift that he had worked on and crafted over the years. The king, who was scared to kill to fight the giant, right? Got angry and jealous of David, right? Had him going through, chasing him through 
through woods and fields and just all different things. David was on the run for his life and just different things of that nature. He was kind to people who was not wanting to be kind to him. He was kind. He helped everybody. And when he was in the need of help, the guy, I forget, I think it was Uriah was like, no, I'm not going to help you, right? David wanted to kill him. They got into it because he like, I did all this kind things for you. I took up for you. I did that. And now you don't want to help me when I'm in my low state knowing that King Saul trying to kill me. So it was a lot of different things that David went through for him to come up with this, this scripture that everybody knows it's a popular scripture, that it was good that I was afflicted so that I may know you, right? So I can learn of your statues. So David was saying it was good that he went through all of those troublesome situations. Like I'm telling you, he learned wisdom and all of it from the bad to the good, from the rejection of his family, from the king that was proud of him for winning a victory to being jealous of him and trying to kill him himself from his own mistake of trying to kill somebody else's husband and taking a wife. Right. He learned through it all. Right. He said, I learned your statues and what God's statutes is love. You have to care for certain people. You have to consider people like you consider yourself. If you wouldn't like nobody talking to you or treating you a certain way, why are you doing that to somebody else, right? Why would you not have compassion for somebody else to help other people if you want somebody to help you? So this is what David had to learn. I went through the bad times and rejection and all that first to learn my purpose and to gain wisdom. After getting the good happening to me, right, I went down a bad path and had somebody else's husband killed. And then I had to learn from that, too. Right. So God taught him wisdom and that life is all about love and consideration and and being understanding to other people, treating people how you want to be treated. Because if you don't, then the negative and the bad will continue to happen in your life. But if you treat people with kindness, with understanding, being patient with people as they try to grow and heal and you see them taking small steps to be a better person, congratulate them, right? Because you can easily be in the, in their shoes. Sometimes tables turn, right? And you never know where you're going to be at in the future. But if you put out more good than bad, but you have your boundaries up, right? You're not going to let people step all over you, but you don't mind being a helping hand and being understanding to people or you helping people, then that'll come back to you when you have your bad times because we all have good and bad times. So this is the end of my show for today. If you are looking for a life coach or a spiritual coach, you can book me on keepmedifferent.com. I also sell furniture, clothing, wigs, and just different things of that nature. Until next week, God bless.